Joe. Mr. Ross. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? I'm, I'm fine, sir. Are you busy tonight, sir? Uh, sir, I'm about to retire to my uh, to my bed. Oh, you are? Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm going to borrow you for about half an hour, sir. Uh, um, I can't do that, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you are actually connected to my uh, my episode tonight, sir. Um. So, sir? um, five minutes, please, sir, of your time. Five minutes, fine, sir. Thank you, thank you, sir. Um, Jazz and Lavon, um, I finally got you guys together. This is actually going to work perfectly now. Uh, okay. So, um, first things first, everybody meet Mr. Ross. Uh, Hello. Hello. He's <laughs> bed. He has bedtime, so <laughs> we're going to make his time quick. Um, okay. Actually, matter of fact, you know what, Ross? Have a good night. Oh, okay. Good, good night, sir. Good night, everyone. Good night. We'll talk tomorrow. All right. Oh, man. Um, all right. So, finally got this working. Thanks for your patience. Oh, man. Real quick. So, uh, LaVon, this is Jazz. Jazz is LaVon. Hi. Um, Workers from Transit and Lavon is one of my best friends from JetBlue. Okay. So, um, reason why you guys are here tonight because we're going to talk about um, marriage. Only setback is that my cousin is MIA, so it's just us. And Lavon, um, I'm going to have you, um, I guess, be the role of being engaged. Since you have a very long, emphasized um, <laughs> thing going on relationship-wise, so we're going to use you as the who's engaged the fiance, and um, I guess me and Jazz can just freelance the single part, um, or someone close to being married. I guess I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Okay. So <laughs> basically, um, I'm gonna jump into it. Um, so we all know the stages before marriage kicks in and I've always wondered, you know, between the two genders, um, who was the, who was the most, um, or who will be the uh, gender who was afraid of actually getting married? Um, some survey says it's the men. I think that's the obvious answer. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, 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 I mm, see, this is going to be a problem because of myself. But that's all right. I'll, I'll figure <laughs> this one out. Um, no, I, no, what we said, and we'll listen to your opinions, but you know. Well, I'm, I mean, I kind of beg to differ. I, I mean, I don't think. It's solely men. I think it's both. No, I mean, we're not saying it's not both, but men feel like marriage like kills their livelihood. Like they don't get to be a bachelor anymore. It's like their life is over. 
they hurt more than women do. Women, not saying all, but a lot of them look forward to becoming somebody's wife. Right. Mm. We see it with the freaking Disney princesses when mm-hmm. we're growing up, and it's in all the movies and all the little teen bop movies. A girl is falling in love. We're already trained from young that you, one of the goals in a woman's adulthood is to be married. Whereas, you know, you know what guys see, and most of the time, right off the bat, a guy will meet a girl and he's already telling you what he doesn't want before you guys even exactly. Go so. <laughs> The you fuck know. we about to start. That's all right, man. That's why I can't. <laughs> um, maybe at some point in time, I, I think that's the initial phase um, for a man to really put that out there. Doesn't mean that it can't change that's um, within a short period of time, depending on the person he's talking to. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys used to or still do, but, um, I might meet somebody on Monday and feel like by Friday, I want to go a little further and then maybe down the line, I might envision possibly marriage. It could be this, it could be that maybe a kid with that person, but, um, I don't think we're afraid of actually um, the commitment. I think it's more of um, a losing on the end. Um, losing what? Well, let me put it this way. Let me say this. Um, if you live with your parents growing up for a short period of time, and you saw what it was like in um, firsthand marriage. You know, your thing was as a child, I have four parents in my house. You know, my family's intact. I love it, so on and so forth. And things tend to take a turn little by little to where it becomes you lose one in the household. And now you're not going to two. Um, and you soak it up. And you tell yourself, like, okay, well, I saw the do's and the don'ts. I saw the rights and I saw the wrongs. So what can I do between this age and this age to make sure that when I do get married that I don't fall into this same category? Now, even with that being said, you know, if you are a breadwinner in the house and you have everything that you worked hard for, you might lose it in the end, whether you are male or female, but on the male side, you know, um, we might lose everything work for because it's out of spite. You mean as far as right. work? Okay. Uh, if you go into a marriage or if you go into a situation thinking about divorce before you actually ask someone to marry you, you're setting yourself exactly. up. Exactly. You can't be thinking about the, the disaster before you get to enjoy good part like first of all if i mean you can not only that if you're setting yourself up for divorce why are you even getting married yeah that's not supposed to be a thought in your mind now it's it's okay to um protect yourself as far as your assets and things like that but if you love somebody matter of fact i don't even want to say love you know what i think about marriage 
because if, and me being a single person, I've dated a lot. I feel like it's easy to say you love somebody because love comes from time, right? You can spend time with someone and develop a love for them, right? But you can you can love somebody and stop liking them. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if somebody wants to marry you, that means they really, really, really like you. And it's important to like your spouse because you want to be around your spouse a lot, right? That means somebody you like, right? The best friend. Right. So I feel like if you really like somebody like that, you shouldn't be thinking about, oh, you know, you would be with somebody that you would like. So you wouldn't be thinking about divorce, like right off the bat, because you always want to be next to that person. So divorce wouldn't be on your What would be what you had a sidebar in your ear. What is that? Sidebar in your ear. Who's the Could be a best friend. Could be. If anyone could influence how you feel about someone, then that that's not really the person for you. Hmm. Interesting. So let's. So let me ask these questions then. So, uh, and I'm gonna go with you first, Jazz. Um, what is well? Have you reached that peak before to say that you were near marriage, proposed? No, but I felt like, well, I felt like I wanted to, but I was like very young. I was playing house like very young and I was expecting things of this young man, but his career was just taking off. And I was like, fine, if if this relationship isn't going anywhere after almost four years. You know, I'm going to have to walk away. But now that I'm a real grown-up, I'm looking back at it like, what the hell was I thinking about at 22 talking about getting married? Like, I definitely wasn't ready. But just because of the time factor, it's like I needed to know what he wanted to do. And marriage definitely was not on his plate at the time. Now, the relationship I just got out of, we were talking about it a lot. But come to find out, he was just telling me what he thought I wanted to hear. And he actually had no intention on doing any of that. Mm. So, you Disney know. Channel. Yeah. <laughs> Copy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, LaVon, uh-huh. you have been involved for quite some time. Yes, I have. As far as I can think back. Oh, God. What? Nine and a half years. Hey, okay. That's wow. Remember those days? <laughs> Whew, wow. So let me ask you this question then. Nine and a half years. Um, do you feel like at this current point in time that you are married already? In the sense, based upon your your family, your atmosphere. The uh, on paper, you guys would be a domestic partnership. Um, see, that's the thing. Like, I guess in the eyes of whomever, mm-hmm. we are technically a unit. Okay. Um, good terminology. <laughs> but I don't feel like it's necessary. Okay. Because at the end of the day, you already know we've been through so much where it's like if you 
want to go, then go. I don't feel like we are married. I feel like we are free to be one with one another. I feel like we're able to raise our children with no problem. I feel like we're able to run our household with no problem. And if marriage does come, it comes. But I honestly walked into this relationship not even thinking about marriage. Okay. Till this day, I mean, we'll talk about it. It'll come up like watching TV. We'll say, oh, well, what about a wedding or what about a ring? He know like if 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 he decides to propose, he knows what kind of ring to buy me. If he decides to propose, he knows what kind of proposal to do. If we decide to get married or have a ceremony or whatever the case is, he knows what kind of ceremony I've thought about having. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, there's no assets to protect. There's no joining of anything everything is still separate and I have no problem with that because my money is my money his money is his money and when we join our money together on a joint venture we do that such as rent food things for the kids putting towards something like a house like we are trying to start saving for a house I'm okay with that and but I think that's because we've grown we were able to grow up together it wasn't as if I'm. I never was into the fairy tale thing. I never watched the Prince of Disney princesses. I never did that. My parents were a horrible example of of marriage. So I kind of I always went into every relationship very open minded to what could happen, what the possibilities may be, and I'm not saying that we're comfortable, but we are. I don't even want to say content. I don't even know what the real word I'm looking for because I don't want it to seem like we're complacent. But we are we are very, very well ran ship right now. We've had our rocky moments, but we've able we've been able to truck right through them and, and that's why I feel like I'm okay with not being his fiance, being his wife. Because we were able to grow together and we know what our unit is and what, what it means to one another. Without that time. Right. Okay, I got, I got you. So, do you guys both feel like the title, and in a way, it's not necessity, but it's more so just to say that, hey, I tried it. If you want to think about it and in the love sense, it's romantic to um, have someone tell you that they want you to belong to them, you know? And in another sense, it's like what she said, they don't have any assets to protect. That's why everybody keeps calling marriage a business because you could be with somebody for 30 years having things and then they die and you have no legal, you know, legal ties. To, yeah, to anything that you guys have built together. So that kind of sucks. Um, I recently just heard a movie, a story about a celebrity who uh, was separated and had a girlfriend for 10 years and, he, and they had assets and he died, didn't leave her anything. And guess where the money went? To the wife who he didn't all, all, all the way divorced. Like, 
it's unfortunate. But, um, you know, I'm not really judgmental on what people decide to do. I mean, I kind of, I want to get married because I'm like a romantic. But I'm not really thinking about, you know, I've kind of already accepted the fact that it might not happen. And that's cool. But if it does, it does. I'm not against it. And, you know, I don't feel like, oh, marriage is going to ruin everything, whatever. You know, to each his own. I'm not judging anybody's opinion about titles and what they think they mean or don't mean. So, it's what it is. I kind of feel the same way. Um, for as long as I've been in with anyone, I think the longest was my child's mother. Um, I could have been married, um, but unfortunately, I asked a question I didn't follow through, so it never happened. But mm-hmm. Even without the question, the time invested with her, and like Levon, you know, um, and in certain eyes. It was classified. It was defined that you know that's basically like your wife, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with that, you know, I, I was cool. I actually have an uncle and an aunt who are not married. They have three daughters. Um, been together since Jesus Christ, their firstborn, until present. So I mean, I think mm-hmm. you know, I guess. By law, with the time invested, you can say, yeah, they are married without paper, different stories. Yeah, the proper term is the domestic partnership or common law. That's what I believe it is. Yeah, but I think there's only certain states that recognize that. Acknowledge yeah. it, right? As far as if the person was to pass away, which you're entitled to, yes, I think you're right about that, Levon. Only certain states recognize uh, common law marriage. But to be very honest, like, if God forbid something to happen either myself or a significant other. I wouldn't even be concerned so much about what was left for me. It would be more so what was left for our child. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like I can still get up, go to work, and do what I need to do. But I want to make sure that my child isn't suffering financially and emotionally mentally that is a different situation that I would have to deal with as a mom but if we set up our children and I know that our children are good I'm fine with that I'm not worried about oh if god forbid he was to go I don't get anything mm-hmm. I, I wasn't entitled to it he worked hard for that right so it's just I a lot of a lot of the pressure comes from family. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you yeah, when you get married, when you guys gonna get married? You guys already had two beautiful children. He takes care of your oldest daughter. When are you getting married? And I'm just like, what if we don't? Like, has anybody stopped to think like, what if we don't? And people don't. They feel like after all these years, we should have something to show for it. And I think we do have a lot to show for it. You do. You have your kids, and you have a bomb relationship, from what I'm hearing. Like, sounds great over there. <laughs> you know what? And and um, jazz. It, it actually is because um, I've I know Levon for so long. Um, it's crazy how we clicked because um, it's like you know you go to a new school, 
and get you a new class, make new friends. So it was like when I first met, I was like, um, okay, you know, I met a few in the job, and it wasn't always, it wasn't quite peachy at first. But I recall at one time she was kind of like offset with one person that came in, and I was like, this shouldn't go south real quick. But mm-hmm. we became close because our daughter should the same birthday. Okay. So, um, from like that day forward, just knowing her and then seeing, you know, um, her grow um, with her boyfriend, they do um, they do a lot, you know. And he's he's very strong, and I, for her, he fits very well into her mm-hmm. world. Um, they came a long way, you know. I, I'll say that and, and keep that part short. Um, but, uh, they, they fit well together, you know, and, um, that's what it's about. Yeah. I I definitely, I, I give him, I give him hands down, you know, applaud for that. You know, um, he has never done anything left by her, you know, and she's always been happy since I've, I've seen her with him, you know, so they definitely have, um, something great going outside. That's for sure. Um, I think it, it, it basically comes down to just, I guess, chemistry. Right. Um, you know, if you if you do fit well, you know, it'll be that way for those when. But um, I think for me at the same time, you know, I feel like we said earlier about seeing ourselves not being married ever. I right. feel that point right now. I'm 37, yeah. and I'm hit, I'm looking at 40 so damn quick. It's scared and shudder about now, but damn, 40 years old. I got one child. I'm not married. I'm sleeping alone. It sucks. Mm-hmm. We're the same goal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... but I mean, why 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 do we as not only just as a human being, but in the black community, we always put age on everything. If it doesn't happen by here, we're a failure. <laughs> I, I can't even answer that, but uh, I, I, I'm, I can answer that. I'm tired. <laughs> That's why. I'm tired. I'm talking about physically, like I wouldn't have another baby, but guess what, girl? My knees hurt. So I got a couple more years, maybe two, three. After that, I can't chase around a small child because I'm, I'm like this job takes a toll on your mm-hmm. body also. So I'm, I, I, I can factor in the time because physically, I, that's how much time I feel like I got left. But it's not because I feel like a failure. It's like yo, I really can't. Do it. And that's fine, and I yeah. get that. I definitely understand that because, child, I'm this close to saying I'm not having another one. But <laughs> my whole thing is with marriage, with relationships, buying a house, having a career, it's always, if I don't do it by 30, oh my God, I'm, I'm failing. And at the end of the day, right. 30 is still very young. 40 is it still is. very young. And I understand 100% more when you're, you're looking at 40. I get it. But you have accomplished other things that may have taken your attention off of pursuing a relationship it's probably not for right now because you have other things 
in place that need to be set for you to be okay to be for someone. Mm-hmm. I like that. You're right. Damn. You're right. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you feel a little better about yourself, right, Jay? child to see all right Mm. hold up I know what I want to do now this was supposed to happen for me to see who I am I've been through all of that I you know I think I'm grateful for having that I wouldn't even say stepping stone I want to say it's a milestone in my life where I was able to go through such a struggle and come out even stronger to go through nursing school. Because that by itself, without having any kind of real life situations happening, you're not going to be able, you don't appreciate the struggle. Mm -hmm. So that's why I just feel like he left JetBlue and said, you know what, I'm going to go find me a career because I, I have baby girl I got to take care of. Mariah is my, my world. I got to take care of her. She comes number one. You had to go through whatever you went through to see that you needed to move on. So now you've moved on. You need to better yourself in that before you can say, all right, I'm this man for this woman. And in order for you to See that you have to you have to be alone. You have to find yourself because you can't present you can't present a surprise to somebody if you you're surprising yourself. How are you gonna get to know somebody if you don't know yourself? Right. So yeah, it sucks because you gotta lay in bed at, at night by yourself. All right, but it'll pay off in the long run. Cause I I know I need a I need a uh, invitation plus one to the wedding when it happens, all right? Because <laughs> you know, and I'm just gonna refer you back to this podcast and I'll be like, see what happens, see. Watch. And and you know, you know what's funny? I feel the exact way that she feels, which is why I don't mind laying in bed by myself because I don't want just anybody there. So I'm good. Well. Sometimes, but I'm good. <laughs> but now, but does that? Well, no, I can't say that. But I mean, you're right. Um, I think this is my my building time. 
um, that I need to build on so many things to make sure that when that time does come, I am that that close to perfect husband for that person, you know. Because now you said time, and we put time on everything, which I, it's true, we do. Um, but I feel like at a certain point in time, it's just I can't see myself, I don't want to see myself trying to get married at 50. I mean, 50 get married. 50. But why not? What is so what is what is the stigma behind it that it, it bothers you so much if you do get married at fifty? What if it does take you another seven years to find somebody? What if it does take you another after that five years to say, All right, this is the one? You know what Pops told me a few times? Two dead berries will make no damn spark. <laughs> I cannot even. So <laughs> you know, it's like I get that's country, you know, that? very much so. <laughs> he, well, he is from the country, so what can I tell you? <laughs> yeah. But you know, it makes sense when you think about it. But my thing is, like, even if it was about a child, having another child, you know, Rye is nine years old. I think we all can probably say it's some, and this, this line right here, we want to have a child. Um, when we're actually, you know, financially stable with someone where everything is stable. And then when that happens, if it's still on the same path where it doesn't change not one bit, you have another child within a short period of time because now you're looking at an age gap. You got one and two, right. then you got one that's like, you know, right behind us, okay, now he's one. So they're not that far apart from each other. But being that Raya is nine years old, Okay, now I'm looking at 40. There's a there's a big gap in between. You know, right I'll be in college before my child turns, oh God, 10. If that's the case, you know, and then becomes the fact of, okay, getting married. To me, I think time is everything. I really do. You know, what is right, what is wrong. But I just feel like I, I don't want to be chasing the child at 55 or 60. Let's play right. football. Let's play catch. Like, I just, I'm the same way. Like, your, house, your kid gonna be sneaking out the house. Right. And you old and you can't hear nothing. And, you know, you need to be I'm deaf now. I'm deaf now. I'm blind sometimes. I won't pass things. I mean, it, it's crazy, but I just want to be everything to be, like, I guess, close-knit. But at this time, being that she's nine years old, to have a child at 50, it, it's a wide gap. A very wide gap. Now, you have Amori. How old is Amori now? Nine? Same thing? She's 11. Oh, shit. Mm hmm. She's 11, and Riley is two. She'll be three in December. And rest her soul, Bailey would have been four. Yes, that's true. Wow, four years already. Mm hmm. But see, that was my biggest thing because when I, I, all jokes aside, like when I started messing with Rashawn, he was just supposed to be a, hey, what you doing? Oh, nothing. Great. I'm coming through. And that was it. Like I was not, did not see me being with this man 
all these years. Didn't see me having kids and mm-hmm. see me moving in with him. It was not in the plan. My plan was just to have somebody to have fun with and call it a day. So, hey, you know what's funny? My child's mother said this to me as well. Pussy's just like, you know, all right, you're here. Now you're gone. But that changed. And that's the same thing about my good father. He definitely wasn't supposed to be around. But... We're saying too much. You know, we're saying too much. He, he knows that. Because okay. he said the same thing to me. So... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody's on the same page. But, you know, the, it's just that the difference between us is that the things he was saying, the things he was doing wasn't adding up. So when I got pregnant, he almost looked like, yeah, like, now nah, I got her out. And I'm like, wait a second. I thought we were just hanging out. Like, he's like, I knew it. And I'm like, huh? Like, <laughs> I knew he was pregnant. Like, did you plan this without me? Like, I, I wasn't going to have, I wasn't going to have another kid after Amari. I was good. I was all the way okay with, I, I didn't, I didn't want to start over. Especially once she got to an age where she could take care of herself. I didn't want another kid. But mm. the fact that I, not even me. The fact that Rashawn, at a very young age, because he is younger than me, took on someone else's responsibility, took on someone else's child as his own. How do I deny a man that? Right. How do I tell him, you know what, you're a great dad, but no, I'm not giving you your own. Stick around and take care of my kid, but no, I'm not going to. Nah, I couldn't do that. So yeah, but at the same time, if you if I don't I don't I wouldn't want to feel like I owed someone. However, you know, being that you love this person, it's more like 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 doing it out of love, not like obligation. No, it was never obligation. That was that it was never obligation. But my whole thing was, I had to change my mentality about okay. having another child. Because I had such a failed relationship with my daughter's father where I was just like, there's no way I'm going to jump into having another kid with somebody else and end up with two baby daddies. Like, that was my biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Especially since I wasn't looking for marriage. I wasn't looking for a long-term relationship. I wasn't going to turn around. And then he's younger than me. He has no responsibility. He didn't have to. You know what I mean? Like, at the time of us starting to talk about having kids, we weren't living together. And I said to him, I said, I don't want to have to bring a child, another child back and forth to another house. And that's when he started saying, well, then let's move in together. Let's forward our relationship. It was him to say these things where I was just like, "Mm, all right, I'll think about it now. Because it wasn't me. How was your... Hmm? Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it wasn't me pressing the issue. Like, all right, if you want kids, let's move in together. All right, if you want kids, you got to give me this, that, and the third. I'm looking for this. It was him to say, all right, not saying that it's going to make you feel comfortable, but let's let's give our children a home. Right. Is this the right thing to do? Now, um, being that you said you had a bad first relationship with your, with your first kid's father, how was your how was your pregnancy with your current boyfriend? Did you did he make you feel like everything you needed to feel emotionally? Yes. And how and how did you how did that make you feel compared to the feeling you had like I'm not having no kids as opposed to going through with it and seeing how 
lovely it was for you? It was so weird. It was very weird, especially because the first pregnancy with Bailey, he had a broken ankle, like had to have surgery, mm-hmm. screws, everything. Mm-hmm. But he was at every appointment, did not miss one appointment. And it was dead middle of winter, rain, sleet, snow, did not matter. He would hop to the car and hop from the car, like wrap his foot up in trash bags, like would not miss an appointment, refused to miss an appointment. I would beg for him to stay home, like please, because it's, it's just quicker for me to be in and out. He would go ask questions, would not miss an appointment. And so Jay, Lavon is goals for me because <laughs> she's goals for me because my first pregnancy, I didn't have what I needed emotionally, and that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Like if I'm in another relationship mm-hmm. and I have a child, I want to feel how I didn't feel the first time. But it's like. That's why I'm so skeptical of who I decide to spend my time with because I know what I want. I want to be on the same page and I kind of want to be sure. Even though you can't be sure. Everybody's taking a chance. But you see how I had to ask her, how did you feel being skeptical about what to go there? And then it turned out that this is all the things that you wanted to feel. And now you're feeling it now because you took that leap. Like, that's kind of what I'm looking for. It was... You know, the craziest thing, Jasmine, it was just like, I just didn't know. I didn't even, honestly, didn't even think about it until it just occurred. Like, the things just happened. Like, I already had in my brain, like, I was going to have to do it by myself because that's what I knew. I never once said, even to this day, never do I say, you got to be here for this, that, and the third. He just shows up. And it's just so weird for me because I've done it for so long. Like, even now with my daughter, Amari, my oldest one, he hit me up about her birthday. Like, all right, these Jordans, these phone posits is coming out. Do you think she would want them? And I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. I didn't even start thinking about her birthday yet. Christmas will roll around. Everything is better. Everything is better when a man wants to do things like guys always call women nags and stuff like that but it's because we want you to want these things like and it's so much better when it's just they want to be there it's easy and it's smooth like that's what it sounds like to me like it honestly it is it really is it's smooth because he wants to be there for you and the kids it really is because i even now like when it's time to figure out what they're doing for the summer. I have not even lifted a finger to figure it out. He has contacted his mom, my mom, family, friends. He's put together trips. And I'm just like, okay, where do I got to be at what time? (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm having like the total opposition to you right now. But I've been there. I get it. Yeah, I understand because for the first two years of Mari's life, well, yeah, for the first two years of Mari's life, it was all me. Clothes shopping, food shopping, making sure she had enough pampers, going to WIC appointments. I did that by myself. Doctor's appointments by myself. I think her father's been to one appointment in her 11 years Mm -hmm. of life. And I'm just like, 
how many birthdays has has passed and you can't even think like what are you gonna do? You're not even gonna hit me up like, hey, what are you doing? Here's half nothing. She he's paid half on one birthday party, and that was only because Rashawn said, I'll take care of it, don't worry. And it was just like macho man, oh I'll take it care of like it. A, yeah, it was a man thing. Uh-huh. But outside of that, I've been I I don't even look let me say something. I got Shorty her own phone because don't even call me. I don't even want to talk to you. There's no reason for you and I to have any kind of conversation. As long as your child support drops in my account, I'll keep it pushing. You see her, you see her, you don't, you don't. She's at an age now where she can make her own decisions. And she sees who is there for her. She sees who does what for her. You know, that's what my mom says about my daughter's six. And I, I I vent to my mom, even though I shouldn't, because sometimes my mom, she's just negative about everything. But I can, I, that's like the only person I can like really talk to for whatever reason. At, at the same time, I don't want to hear what she has to say. It's, it's weird. But she says that to me all the time. You know, I've been kind of doing it on my own for seven years. My daughter will be seven next week. I kind of just got into a verbal arrangement with her father on some like consistency in in the financial department but for the for the most part yeah all, all mm-hmm. by myself financially for seven years and she tells me you know Kyle she's gonna go over she's gonna see who's doing what and I'm just like you know mm. I, I I totally understand that I understand it so it's not it, yeah go ahead Go ahead, Jay. You've been quiet. <laughs> yeah, we here. Yeah. Okay. Because he just called me on the phone and I ain't trying to get through and he can't get in. Just, yeah. What's the West Coast time? Three hours behind? Three hours behind, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought he made a knock with my time. I guess I was wrong. Oh, boy. Uh, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I lost my whole thing on the incoming phone call. Um, whew. so, shit, forgive me, damn it. Um, oh man. So now, can we agree? Well, can't say either. Marriage. You know, um, being that fact that we put this way, ask this question anyway. So before I ask, is it easier for a single parent, such as a mother, to be able to get married with the child's father in the picture? I should know, correction. That's not in the picture versus as it's in the picture. I'm going to give you two opinions because I, I, I say the same thing all the time. Um, if there's two parents that's not together, 
like I said, the only way I can see them being concerned at each other's business if it's there's feelings still there. However, if you know your new spouse gets attached to his kind of parental role with with your children, and then he sees the actual father there because you know he was always there. They have an actual dad, but he just like a second parental figure. You know, he might feel intimidated, like this is my family. But no actuality, that's that man's children. You also have to respect his place in the kid's life. I was in that situation where I was with a guy. We were talking about getting married, and every time we had things going on, and my daughter's father was there, he would get upset. Mm. And it's not because of me and him were displaying affection for each other he just felt intimidated because day to day you know him living in the house he is my daughter's father figure but she has a dad so when he sees her with her dad he he get upset because he's with her every day so it it depends it depends on what type of relationship you have with the spouse and it depends on what type of relationship you have with your child's father so you can't really say it's 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 either sex or, you know, if the father being there or not. Like, it's it's a lot of factors that you have to take into account. See, because the flip side to that, my experience is, I try to cut that nigga out of everything. I <laughs> don't call him for nothing. I can't care less well, how he feels, because at the end of the day, you don't show up like you're supposed to. Now, my problem is my daughter's father is there, but he's not there financially. But see, so it's like, that's the thing. I, 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 I've told Amari's dad several times, yo, you pick her up from school, you make her sure she gets to school, I can work. I will take that as compensation. I don't need the financial funds. I will make my own money. But if I can't go make right. my own money, because I got to make sure I drop her off and pick her up. What you want me to do, bro? Like, right. I, can't, I can only be somewhere, but so long. Like, I can't split myself. I can't triple myself, quadruple myself. I have to be where I got to be at the time I got to be there. While you mm-hmm. in Miami on fucking yachts and chilling with your girlfriends and having more babies, I don't know what to tell you, bro. So if you're not going to be there physically, Emotionally, mentally, you're gonna be there financially. Something's gotta right. give. So that's why I don't. I don't. Even when my daughter gets in trouble in school, or something happens, and I need something, somebody to pick her up or do whatever, he is the last person I'm thinking about. But Rashawn is the first one to say, "Call her father." That's her father. That's mm-hmm. and, and if when I tell you it irks the fuck out of me because I don't want to hear that. But he always makes sure, like, yo, that is her dad. When she sees it, she sees it. But you can't do anything about it until then. Different breed. And it, well, when I tell you, I cannot stand it. Different but that's why, like, if we do get married, I'm not worried about what the fuck he's going to have to say. It has nothing to do with you. But that, like she said, I have no, when I tell you not a feeling, I wouldn't even talk over him in fear of spitting in case he was on fire. I believe you. I do believe you. 
I do believe you. That's for sure. <clears throat> oh man. Uh, okay. Wow. So, hmm. Well, I guess for me, um, if my child's mother actually had a boyfriend or got married, you know, I don't think I would feel anything. Period. Because um, I would say it's good to see her happy again if she's not now or she is now, but you know, um, it wouldn't affect me at all. Um, I'm making sure that my child with all this, you know, making sure that she's safe, one, you know, and that he knows she has a father and he doesn't take that role ever, you know. Mm-hmm. As long as she, res- she respects him as, as a, as a uh, human being, um, in the house, yeah. But when it comes to your dad, your father, your bloodline, I'm what you come to for anything, really, you know. Um, so I can say for that is my answer with that one, really. Um, wow. Um, how do you guys feel about? Um, oh, we. What's what's we can be a pro to being married. What would that be for you? A pro to being married? Right. I don't have, I, I don't, I can't even Me either. see <laughs> there being a pro, to be honest. Unless, unless that's what you really wanted and you got what you wanted. I mean, unless you put in five carrots on his ring, on his hand, I think that's the only pro. And I still don't even yeah. need to be married for that. You could just buy me jewelry. Isn't that weird? Like someone who wants to get married can't stay the pro. Like, but you could you could technically have the same feelings and things without being married. That's my point. All all marriage does is make it official. It's official. It looks good on paper. But what, but what makes what official though? What does it make it like? The, it, it makes it official to New York State because yeah, that's it. That's what I mean. I mean, I can because all I have to do is go see a lawyer and put everything down on a living will. This is my person. Mm. This is what it is. He gets whatever I leave. Cannot contest it. I'm in good sound mind to make this living will. Because that's all it is. This is why I like I like, and as far as like marriage and the whole wedding ceremony thing like that, because I'm so romantic, I don't need the big wedding. I actually want to go to the courthouse. Really? Because all I care about is being with the person that I love. I don't care about no big ceremony. I don't need it. I don't need no dress. I just want to go down to the courthouse. Like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really need all that. But like I said, there's not really. Any cons to marriage, like you said, it just looks good to the state of New York. Uh, it looks good on paper, you know. I don't know if you feel if it makes you feel good saying my husband, you know, to some people. Like, <laughs> but other than that, it's like okay, I don't know. I can't even tell you a, a pro to being married. Uh, I'm about to say I don't even need a paper because every time I say my boyfriend, I get cursed out. Everybody's like, no, that's your husband. All right, so my husband. What you want me to tell you? I can't win. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Basically, I, I would say the same thing too. 
you, I, I know. I, know. I, I would say the same thing too. It's just how, how I view it, you know. Um, I just didn't know the time spread on it. When you define nine and a half years, I, I really had no idea. Like, you know, it was just. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, It'll be 10 years January. Okay. I don't know what I did yesterday, so I couldn't tell you about that either, but, you know, it, it is really good. <laughs> I, had a, I had a call coming in. How, how do you, can you check your messages while you're doing this, or no? Uh, I believe you can. Yeah, you can. Okay, hold you on. Can. You guys are still here? Yeah, we ain't going nowhere. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but now, with, with that being said, so, um, you basically, you guys don't feel the marriage necessity unless you want that that fairy tale painting, right? Okay. I mean, what is a fairy tale, bro? Well, like she said earlier, you know, you, you get well. She doesn't want a big one; she wants a small wedding, you it's, know, courthouse, whatever. But it's fairy tale is just society's vision of how things are supposed to be, but you can make your own fairy tale. Like I said, my fairy tale is just being in love with somebody and if you want to get married, go down to the courthouse and get it done privately with your closest family and friends. You don't need to pay a whole bunch of money to feed other people to watch you get married. Like, I don't care. I just want to get it get it done. I don't need all that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, save your money to buy a house, Uh, you know, go on vacations, mm-hmm. stuff like that, but yeah. So would you? All right. Hmm. What do you guys feel makes any will be a starter pack for a good um relationship to start off? Say that again. Will be a what? Will be a good starter pack. A good starter pack of a relationship. Mm-hmm. No expectations. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing you need. Communication and no expectations. Mm. Would that be the same thing applied to a marriage? No, you're going to have expectations once you uh, marry someone. I think... But... I honestly think, yeah, you need to continue with no expectations. Hmm. Because you're gonna you're I gonna try to live up to a standard that you're not aware you have no idea about. But after being with them and you get to that point of marriage, you are already the couple that you're gonna be. So I don't feel like you I'm I'm I agree with you and the dynamic shouldn't change, but when you make a commitment to somebody like that, expectations might change. It doesn't mean your life is gonna change, but, the, but you're gonna handle different things differently. But see, this is where we go wrong when we think about marriage, the commitment shouldn't change. The commitment should still be the same from day one to the day of proposal to the day of marriage to the day you die. It should still be the same commitment. The commitment shouldn't change just because you are now husband and wife. So the expectation, once you you think that there's a different commitment, the expectations follow. I don't mean like that. I mean, expectations as far as how you handle certain situations or things you might have to consult your partner on that you wouldn't if you weren't married. But if you, you know but that's, this is what I'm saying. 
if you were proposed to or you're proposing to someone, you already have an idea that this person has the mental capacity to make a decision for you. Yeah, but you're not actually, you're probably not putting that on that person. That's what I'm saying. Like, single people move like single people. And some people who are not married kind of have a, a, a almost a switch that they flip. Like, you you don't want to behave like a married person, even though some people in relationships try to, like, try each other on, per se, you know. But it's like, okay, I have a husband now. I should consult him on these things. It's some things that I would talk to a husband about that I wouldn't talk to a boyfriend about because it's none of his fucking business. And we don't know if a boyfriend's going to be around. You see what I'm saying? If you have a husband and you committed to that person long term, she's going to get different as far as conversations and all that and things that you're going to consult with that person. But why? If you are, if you, if you, if if your fiance, husband, boyfriend, man you're talking to can get down on one knee and feel like you are the woman who they can spend the rest of their lives with, why does the conversation have to switch once you guys become married? That conversation, you should have been comfortable in that conversation before. And I think that's the reason why I don't feel This is what I'm saying, conversation coming in. If you're a couple and you decide you're going to just continue uh, a a partnership long-term, that's fine. But if you're agreeing to move forward into marriage, this is what I'm saying. Like, Different, different things work for different people. If you are two people who already said, you know, marriage isn't really here, it's not really on the table, you can you can move however you want to move. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm basically giving my personal opinion. Like I said, everything is not for everybody. But I know me, I'm not going to talk to something I'll talk to a boyfriend about that I would talk to a husband about because I'm not interested in just having a long-term boyfriend. I actually do when I husband, even though I said it's not happening, but I don't disagree with you, but I would move how I would move. And what you're doing is perfectly fine because it works for you guys. So can we say that the job description or the duties of the role will be further enhanced as opposed to being just as a boyfriend being a no. husband? No. Because look look at look at um Look at her situation. It's they have what they have. It's just like a marriage without the paper. This is what I'm saying. They had a conversation saying if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And they are still moving as a unit. And that's fine. So it really just it just depends. Like it depends. But that's what I'm saying. Like I, I if we were to say if we were to wake up tomorrow and be like, all right, let's go get married, the same conversation and the same like I would know if I was on somebody's operating table and I needed someone to make a decision, I know yesterday or tomorrow, it would still be the same answer. And that's because you guys have time invested. Like, as far as me and where I am in my situation, I don't have that and I don't feel like I'm, you know, I'm not in a place where I even have anybody long-term, but like I said, what you guys have works. Right, no, 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 but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're working, if you're building towards, like, say you are with someone, and it could be one minute or three years, 30 years, doesn't matter how long. Mm -hmm. If you are working towards becoming one in the eyes of New York State, United States, the world, at the end of the day, that same conversation yesterday or tomorrow should still be the same no matter if you get married or not if you are working towards becoming a unit 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the commitment in my eyes, you are working up to that commitment being what it is because you are in that relationship. Once he gets on that knee, he knows that that commitment, that these conversations, we are past that boyfriend-girlfriend conversation. We have that commitment from today. And I know that if, God forbid, I needed you to make a life decision, you're the one to make it, regardless if we're married or not. You trust him. You trust him. Like, that's the big, that's the big word. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't trust nobody in my life right now. I don't. And that's very, that's very commendable. Like, you trust him. But I, honestly, that trust came from the moment I found out my daughter was sick. Mm-hmm. Before then, to be very, very honest, I didn't trust him. We, we were going through some rocky shit at that point. That, that point, when I found that I was pregnant and I told him, I told him, I was like, I was really honestly contemplating not having that child because I knew we were in a rocky position. We didn't need to have a child. And when we found out she was sick and my mom blacked on him, like, yo, you better not leave her. This is not what it is. Like, blacked. Like, damn near killed him. Blacked on him. And I was like, Ma, if he walks tomorrow, I'm going to be a mother regardless. And his exact words was, I'm not going anywhere. That's my child, and she's carrying her, and there's nothing I can do about it. We're in this together. We, we decided together that I'm going to be there. And when I tell you, that was the moment where I was like, all right, I'm going to have to put all my trust and love into this guy because if he's willing because not every man is willing to stick around. Not every man is as good as Baldwin is. Not every man is as good as that. To pick up his kid and take his child and keep her and, and love her. So if this man here is willing to, to love and keep a sick child, who am I to say I can't trust this man? Right. So I have to put my trust into him. Have to. Even now, with our daughter now, Riley, forget about it. <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't even question, this man could tell me he's going to China. I wouldn't question it. Okay, see you later. See when we get back. He has a whole foundation in Jamaica. He could say he's getting on a plane to go to Jamaica. All right, see when we get back. When do you think twice? Amari's dad could say he's going to Jamaica Avenue with my kid. And I'd be like, hold up, wait a minute. Let me put the location on because I got to make sure you're not kidnapping her. Mm. But that's why I know, like, if I... He knows my wishes. He knows that I'm an organ donor. He knows that I wish to be cremated. He knows that I don't want a big wedding. I would love to just get on a plane and go to somebody's beach and get married with my kids and my mom and my dad and my uncle's and close friends. He knows that mm-hmm. I hate my body and I'm ready to go get chopped up and snipped and tucked. He knows that I'm, you know, the kind of girl who likes to have a truck and not a car. He knows those things. And if he had a genie to rub on that bottle and make everything happen, I know he would. And, and same for me. I know what he wants. I know his wishes. I know what he wants to do. And if I can make those things happen, I would. Like right now, like I said, we our next goal 
it's a saver for a house. Mm-hmm. And the craziest thing, my mother was like, well, what if, God forbid, you guys are not together? I said, if we're not together, we're just going to make it happen. He gets one side of the house, I get the other. <laughs> we'll make it work. <laughs> I'm not putting him out, and I know he's not going to put me out, because at the end of the day, we're not going to make these girls feel anyway. He's not going to make me live on the streets because he knows I take care of my kids. And I'm not going to make him live on the streets because I know he takes care of his. These bills are still going to get paid. We're still going to live. I mean, if he leaves, he decides to go, he's more than welcome to do that. I'm not saying he has to stay. But I'm not going to be on some, you got to go. Because this is our house. If we work it out, we work it out. We don't, we don't. We've worked it out. We've, we've broken up and was mad at each other and got back together, living under the same roof, all in 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours. It's happened. <laughs> but I feel like after all this time, if he wants to go, then damn, what, in my eyes, what could possibly happen that you got to go now? That would be a huge decision. If you got to go, then all right, I understand, bro. Have a good time, you know. We could, we could. I, I know deep down inside, we could still remain very good friends because we've been through everything. I don't think there's anything that we can, anything that be thrown at us at this point where we just could not handle it. And that's just like the level of trust I have, not only in our relationship but in him. And that's why you sound like one of those rare situations where if like people were ever going through something and they heard you speak they would just have to reevaluate their whole shit like yeah it's it's like you know you sound like a very reasonable person I'm all about being reasonable you sound very reasonable I agree with everything <laughs> that you're saying and it's like oh that's and that's that's rare. That's rare for me because usually I hate conversations and I'm sitting here shaking my head now. But I'm sitting here shaking my head now. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Mm. Everything you're saying is like the way that it should be, as far as knowing each other and stuff like that. And I know all of that comes from positive communication. Yeah, and that's what you need. So lack thereof will cause a big uproar between folks. I want to say that's how shit goes wrong from the gate because people aren't honest about what they want and people don't talk about it. Like, there's no conversation anymore. Or you'll you'll be physical three times before you know what a person's favorite color. You know what I'm saying? And now you're like, oh. I'm old-fashioned. I want to get to know you and then go there because it takes me a couple of months to even decide if I want to sleep with you or not. But you, you should you should know a man like how she knows her man. And a, a man should know a woman like how she said he knows her. That's it. That's the way to go. So should yep. the chase should the chase that start you guys up from day one when you were just talking the late night phone calls should that continue to go on from start to finish? No. Yes. I think so. Keep the flirt going. <laughs> yes, keep the flirt going. But realistically, you run out of shit to talk about. Okay? 
Because Rashawn and I, we used to do that. We used to be on the phone for hours to the point where we would fall asleep on the phone. We wake up six o'clock in the morning and be like, "All right, we gotta hang up," and then we'll start a whole new conversation. And we will run out of shit to talk to talk about. Like there was nothing else we could possibly talk about. But then doctor. we would find, but but then we found other things to do. Not so much be on the phone, but we will watch something and then we'll talk about it or we will hang out. And then that's where the hanging out became on the forefront. And you know, that's one of my biggest fears in a relationship. Not, one of my biggest fears in a relationship is is getting to the point where you guys are at dinner or you sitting across the table from each other and you don't have anything to talk about. I'm scared of that. But to the flip side to that, my fear is forcing a conversation. I would much rather, yeah. I would much rather, especially since I got so much shit going on between work, school, kids, keeping him happy, trying to keep me happy, and doing everything else. I would much rather sit across from the table and not say a fucking thing. <laughs> wow, okay. Really? Well, all right. So, but the basic on the bare men of, you know, how was work, how was your day, does that still continue to go on? Or do we put that under the rug and say, okay, we got past that phase, it's kind of like you decided, that's it. No, it still happens. Okay. It still happens. There's some times where we'll, he'll call me very randomly, especially like, um, like, say he knows I'm I'm going to school. He'll call me like, hey, what are you doing? Are you up? I'm like, yeah, I'm up or whatever. And we'll just bullshit. And we'll bullshit for hours and won't even realize we're bullshitting. Like, he'll involve me in conversation at his job. I'll involve him in conversations at my school or at work. Even with my sister. Like, you know, because, you know, I just found my family and everything. So he's getting to know my sisters the same way I am. Really? So... Yeah, like we're in a whole group chat together, like ridiculous. He talks to my family more than I do. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Like this, the conversation has sparked up again. I guess I can say, but it wasn't like it died. It's just that we live together. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just like sometimes you just need to not speak to be able to speak. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. That's where the whole let me miss you thing kind of comes right. from. Right. Kind of. Yeah, I get it. Hmm. So, let me ask you both this question. So, <clears throat> what do you both think should continue the most from start to finish that will blossom of marriage? And I asked the wrong question, this question first. Hmm. Your interest. Hmm. Okay. That seems about right. I like that answer. You don't lose. Because, I mean, you're, there's going to be days you don't like the person. There's going to mm-hmm. be days you don't 
you can't, you don't even want to look at the person. There's going to be days where you can't be without them. There's going to be days where you don't want to be with them. Um, but as long as you're still interested in being for that person, I think that's what keeps things going. I agree. Because like you said about forced conversation, what about forced emotion? Mm-hmm. That's horrible. Mm. So if you continue to be interested in someone, I think that everything else that you need for a relationship will flow naturally because you want to do it. Yeah. Okay. So, so Jack, do you want to leave with the answer about interest as well, or you want to add your 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 two cents to that one? I agree, but I always say um, continue with the honesty, conversation, and consistency because, um, like I said, everything with me is a conversation. That's very important to me. Like I want to talk about everything, so just we got to keep that going. Once I feel like you're not approachable. And you make me feel a certain way, like I'm having anxiety talking to you about something that might be bothering me or anything. The relationship is pretty much over for me if I can't talk to you anymore. So, so no conversation. Communication is, is big, big to me. Like, don't make me feel like you're unapproachable. Or I can't say this to him because he's not going to care how I feel about something. So. Mm. What she said on top of communication and consistency. Okay. Um, let's go back in time then. We'll take, we'll only take, uh, let's take 10 years off your age. What would you tell yourself then that you know now about having um, something successful within your um, relationship? Um, well, like I said, my 22-year-old my self was great. <laughs> um, however, like I said, I let, I let time get to me, and I shouldn't have, because guess what? I could have been on an adventure in L.A., living it up until a transit calls me and we could have seen if we could have still made it work. But because I let time affect me and what I thought should be happening when it should be happening, that was my longest relationship and I've never found anything that could compare to that after that. So I would tell my 22-year-old self, just relax and, you know, don't try to move on somebody else's pace. You got to move at your own pace. Okay. You got Miss Wright. God. Um, <laughs> uh, geez. I would honestly tell myself, my Jesus, my 22 year old self, that to have fun, like, don't. To try to have fun. Don't expect anything. And if it doesn't 
happen. No, let me rephrase. If it does happen, you just hold your head up high. Okay. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Well, guys, <laughs> you are, um, Levon, you, you hit some keynotes tonight. Let me think about a lot of things. Um, <laughs> you really did. Um, you know, me and, me and Jazz had a, a, a talk. Um, correction. We actually did uh, my last episode with her. Um, she to this day, I mean, thirty-one listeners. So um, that one was, was was pretty pretty crazy. But um, you two together create something different. Um, your views are, um, I think, to me, are very. Uh, believing um as opposed to like doing some shit that I just want to hear but you guys can actually make things logical for me. Um I still will say that out of all this um I do want to get married one day but I'm still gonna put a time frame on it because I feel like it just feels right now to me it just feels right. You know um I'm not putting a lock and key on not um, having anyone in my life, period. But I'm kind of taking time from just being like, okay, you know what, marriage. Let it happen now or not at all, period. You know, why even wait? And then wait a year to it's going to happen, it doesn't happen. So that's my, my take on that. Um, Wow. Any any closing points from either one of you guys? Um, no, I don't really have any, but I do feel um, you know, good hearing another perspective because I don't have any friends who's in a long situation, so it's good to know someone who's in a long term relationship and not really expecting more. And she's happy with what she has because everybody around me is fucking miserable and expecting things from their partner that they're not getting. So it's good to hear a, a woman who's good. It's refreshing. Like, thank you. I want to say thanks. You're welcome. I'm, I, and to be honest, like, this didn't happen overnight. This is literally nine and a half years of learning. This was learning not to expect anything. This was learning that I'm not going to be happy, that I'm not going to see where I'm going to be tomorrow. This was saying today is today and tomorrow is tomorrow. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And when it does happen, I got to hold my head up high and wear the crown that was placed on my head. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? I mean, it is what it is. And let me say this before I forget, because it just hit me too. Um, you say keep interest. 
think if I had kept interest in my child's mother, it'd be different. As opposed to what I've done during that time with her. That put me right now where I'm at, basically. Um, I think that's uh, very important. Um, and I would still probably say as well, keep the chase going too. I think because if the chase and the interest to me seems like they're like hand in hand, obviously. You know, you're chasing the person you're so interested in, you know, it, it just fits to me. Um, and I feel like if you don't have it, you know, it, it gets kind of boring. Um, maybe that role play of like, you know, hey, you got a man or things of that nature. You know, um, I think it keeps um, people on edge, you know, and I guess what that means is that you actually don't expect things to happen like that all the time um, from your partners. Um, okay. I think what that means said now, with the accessories of like, you know, candies, the roses, the cards, I don't know if you guys still believe in all the roses, the candy, the cards. I don't know what in your eyesight is already. But I um I, I like that stuff, <laughs> but it's 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 not like these men these days they don't believe in that like that. Anymore. I oh. must be getting Rashawn. Rashawn got it good because I don't don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> Flowers die, candy. I end up giving to the kids. Cards. I, I do save cards. I do still have. I think I still have every card he has given me. Um, because I'm a hoarder like that. But when it comes to like Mother's Day, birthday, all that, I no, I'm okay with not having getting flowers. I'm okay with not getting candy. Valentine's Day, don't even we don't even need to celebrate. Don't even say happy Valentine's Day. Don't even worry about it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've never had a good Valentine's Day. I don't care, but no, when it's my birthday, huh, it's a holiday. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> I, and, and but this, yes, it is a holiday. It is definitely a holiday, but I have no expectations on what he will do for my birthday. Right. I get myself a birthday gift every year, and it's like if I'm with somebody, whatever they give me is a bonus. If they don't give me anything, I'm not looking for it because I always hold myself down. And I've been doing it for years. Mm -hmm. I've already told them. I was like, I have no problem with you allowing me to be by myself on my birthday. I just want peace and quiet. I don't want I don't want to be a mom. I don't want to be a girlfriend. I don't want to have to be a cook, a chauffeur, a student. If I could just be me, LaVon Wright, for a day, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I agree. This I do so much part. every day. Huh? I, I agree. On the dropping part, for me, it's more important on the dropping part because I'm tired of dropping regardless. <laughs> I, I, I drop so much now that it is. But, you know, if I had to drop it off my birthday, just sitting out and relax, I'm good with that all the way through. You know? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, wow. So, um, I had a question. 
And somebody's response. This is my damn mind already. Jesus Christ. Um, but we said that birthdays are important. Levon, you said Valentine's Day, you don't care too much for. Mm-mm. Um, mm, roses. Jazz, you like the roses. Levon, you like hell no. Yeah, I, I, like, I like random flowers. Flowers are good. I love flowers. But it's, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't get mad if a man never gives me anything. And because I don't expect anything, everything I get is appreciated. Like, so, so much. But I'm not looking for anything ever. Mm. Is there anything of in, in that aspect that you would like to have somewhat consistently? I mean, aside no. from roses, like anything? Like, like, oh, oh, like, you know, if you're coming over to my house and you notice my favorite perfume is running low and you hit me with another one, that's dope. Like, it's thoughtful. Okay. So we like detail. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, girls always want to know that their man is paying attention to them and listening to them and stuff like that. LeVon? Agreed. Mm-hmm. Definitely okay. agreed. Okay. Wow. Well, hmm. I think, uh, so now that we we got to the point, um, we made it this far. Um, I'm gonna say, Levon, you gotta come back. I, as long as I'm invited, I'll come back. You're always invited. <laughs> like I told Jazz, she's always invited. This is me, always. Um, <laughs> uh, I like to hear views and especially from you guys because I guess I know it's truthful so you know um, I feel like if I can get it from someone who's truthful then I know I'm doing something either wrong or right so I'll leave mm-hmm. it at that you know um, but I'm going to ask one question and then I'm going to close out the whole thing and we'll start fresh up again um, my father's term for me growing up when it comes to being involved with anyone, period, was leave room for error. What do you guys think about that terminology? Leave room for error. When I hear that, I hear uh, not to place uh, that person on the pedestal with all your expectations and know that they're not going to be perfect? Is that what you mean? Mm. Leave room for error. It was, uh, it basically means, well, what did you get from a LeVon before I even say anything? What's your take on that terminology? My take on that is not to always meet someone's expectations. Not always hitting every goal. Not to always please a hundred percent. And why is that? Okay. Because then that like I said, those expectations grow. No matter yeah. how much you say, Oh, I don't expect anything, you're looking for the next big thing. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. You always gotta leave a little bit of wiggle room. Always. Always. Just so that the next the next birthday or the next surprise or the next hello, good night, whatever text kiss, it, it's it's something different. It's it's there's still a spark. Because if you give everybody, if you give a hundred percent every time, that person is not. It is. It's. 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 It's not. It's not it anymore. It's like all right, it's the same shit again. All right, come on. <laughs> so right. only put like ninety five percent on there. So that other five percent is a mystery. Still, you supposed to string along one percent a year or something like that. <laughs> I mean, not string along, but. Spread it out. Spread out. <laughs> Spread out that five percent over the three sixty five and start over again at the anniversary. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm gonna tie this into this terminology. Um, do you guys love hard? Absolutely. I do. I don't. Mm. Okay. I and I think this is going for you two on a separate pedestal toward this. So I was always told when you leave them forever, it basically hones in on the part of where you get the person that you're with. Um, I like Jess, you love hard. So you meet someone that's great and they cover all your bases, all your needs, all your wants, and all your voids, whatever the case would be. And not saying they're perfect, but they cover a vast majority of everything that you like, you know. Mm-hmm. Rest that's missing, you can deal with that. But you give that person your entire heart. And as time goes on, you're building something. But then things start taking a toll to start going um, just chip away. You know, piece by piece starting to go, you know, well, we're going up and we're going down. So as you get to the end of everything, you get that person, your entire heart. So now you feel like you lost everything you actually had at hand. You can't rebuild yourself overnight. You can't put a bandit on your skull and say, you know what, I'm good tomorrow. Alcohol, peroxide, nothing that's going to work. You're now in I'm still a recovering. Phase. I'm still recovering from my last breakup. It was very hard because... This was ongoing six years on and off, so it it was it was very hard for me. Um, and because I don't like, as I said, I'm very picky about who I allow around me. Oh, because it's not even your feelings are hurt. It makes me look at myself and my judge of character. You understand? Even though people's people's choices are not my fault. Because I'm so, uh, you know, because I am the way I am and how I take my time with things, when things don't work out, I get depressed because I put it on me. Like, oh, how didn't you see this? You know, did you miss the flags? What did you miss? You know, there's something you didn't pay attention to. Very hard on myself like that. But because I am picky, I that's how I allow myself to love hard because I feel like, I can wholeheartedly jump in because I thought about it so much and I feel like it's a good idea. So I'll just go for it. 
So you see that one percent Levon's talking about? Yeah. Let's say you took ninety percent of your heart and you gave it to that person. But that ten percent mm-hmm. you left for yourself. That wiggle room, that living forever. It took me more than once, more than twice, three times to actually not understand it, but to actually apply it. Great person that I'm mm-hmm. with because for me it's always a jump in and out um, from one person to the next. You know, we break up, all right, cool, whatever. To get over that person, I gotta find the next body to be with so I can get my mindset on that person away from that over before last. So you leave room forever. You don't allow yourself to be fully hurt. Mm-hmm. You leave yourself that room so you can actually know, all right, cool, I have some play here where I can really survive and build myself back up as opposed to saying, well, I give you my entire savings, my entire wallet, my entire whatever I had, and they rob you of it, you can't get it back. Now, all mm-hmm. of it. But you have some now you can work with. And then from that point on, now you, you can build from that point get yourself back going again. So I, I've learned from him when he's sleeping forever. There's times where I might come home and I'm around the house. Like, what I tell you? Or whatever case. He knows. He mm-hmm. You know, so um, I feel like I guess that might tie in the same with all of before, like, you know, um, don't expect anything. But I expect people to be a certain way when I'm with them, you know, and I expect things to happen a certain way when we're together, but they don't go that way. So I guess I give my all. I love heart as well, but in the, actually I hurt more and, and because I can't justify why I do what I did and what happened. I can't fix it. So, if that makes sense to you, you know, um, for me, it helps. I just say, you know what, I'll give you 80% of my heart playing for myself. I can afford 80. I can't afford 995. If I give my person my all, I'm doomed once they just they fall out for me because now, like, you know, I'm begging. I'm playing keep sweat. You know, I'm kicking, screaming. I'm saying crazy things. Let's get married. Let's do this and do that. And I don't mean it because I'm hurt. You know, I'm just trying to find a way to deal with it because that works for me. But that's not always the solution at the end of the day. You know, and I did that before in the past, and it got me nowhere. It got me being blocked, talking to myself. Pretty much probably embarrassed on the other end of the fence, you know, because I don't know who's viewing, I don't know who's hearing, you know, what I'm saying, what I'm doing, you know, it's just what it is. So, when I flew for error, that's just what I mean, really, you know. Um, but you can use it in your, your own way, as you guys did anyway, so I just feel like that's what it is. Oh man! And on that note, huh? You guys, um, thank you very much um, for 
your patience, your time, your input. Um, thank you for being here. I appreciate you guys. You know, like I said, you are more than welcome to come back. Always. I want you guys back. Um, you know, Jazz, you always have great topics. So I already see from you. Um, LaVon, I don't care what you got to discuss. If you want to share with me as a topic, let me hear it. Let me hear it. And and you know, let's let's dissect it and, and come with something whatever case may be. But for the most important thing, um, thank you guys a lot for this. Um I feel appreciate You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. For those who are now listening to this, um you have heard the voices of Miss LaVon Wright and Miss Jasmine Bruce on Keep It Going podcast. Um, again, ladies, thank you very much. We will talk in the future. Uh, I love you both dearly. Love you too. Behave yourself. I'll try. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do my best. <laughs> but um, we'll definitely talk soon. And uh, that's it for the night. All right. Good night. Have a good one, ladies. Thank you. You're welcome. All right.